0: Welcome to a European exclusive edition of ARG Presents. Not really. I'm your good friend, <laughs> your good buddy, Amigo Aaron. Joy bad man that I wish was a European exclusive, but get him the hell out of here. i give you the Brent. I think I can do I think I think do Europe. What do you... Oh, I've been... Well, I think I've got enough food over there. I think you'll be all right. Nah, 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 nah. Listen, last week we spun the wheel and we made the exciting deal. It's going to be a cool deal this week because this is an unusual one for us. Uh, because this time around, everybody, we're going to look at, bam, European-exclusive Super Nintendo games. Or Super Nintendo games, as I like to call them. Uh, you know, I never thought much about there being a whole lot of European-exclusive Super Nintendo games. Because I didn't think Super <laughs> Nintendo did all that well in Europe. Well, it?
1: don't worry about that. There weren't a lot.
0: Well, they, <laughs> you know, we've actually played a couple. I've I got the list here. It's not a, it's not a, a big list. I'm going to run through some of these real quick, but we've actually played a couple of these on the show, so I thought I'd mention it. Uh, we've, the, we're off the top of the, pa- uh, the list. You've got Adventures of 1010. Remember 1010? Probably not. Nope. Then you got Archer McLean's Super Drop Zone. Remember that? Nope. R.I.P. Archer. We love that guy, but I did not love Super Drop Zone, to be honest with you. It wasn't my favorite. Uh, then you've got a couple of asterix games, which I believe is a comic strip. It is, yeah. We, do we get those at all here? I mean, I've heard of. Them. I
1: I have read some, but that doesn't mean I read them in any kind of paperback thing. Yeah.
0: Then you get some stuff that is like basically some like sort of like Amiga type ports. Yes. Yeah. You have got Cannon fodder, which is gold. How did that not get released in states? That's a great game. You got Days Before Christmas spelled cool guy style, and then you have got. <laughs> Dino, speaking of the Amiga, Dino Dini soccer. Dino Dini soccer. You know who Dino yep. Dini is? Nope. Kickoff, kickoff two, Dino Dini. He's, been, he's a soccer guy. Big Amiga Rest guy. Rest in peace,
1: Pele. Then you've
0: got a, the, the very colorfully named Dirt Racer. How was that done on the C64, if you ask me? Then you got F1, a World Championship Edition, FIFA, uh, The Humans, another Amiga uh, bit, James Pond 3, something else that was on the Amiga. Yeah. Uh, you've got Kevin Keegan's player manager probably wouldn't have flown over here because I not... I actually looked at that really it, yeah and uh, he like... play manager of well soccer oh okay I didn't know could be Australian <clears throat> soccer could be anything uh, yeah okay.
1: I, I looked at it and uh, 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 the gameplay portion of it looked really bad yeah
0: so. yeah. Uh, You've got a uh, kickoff three bam, just like Dino Dino. Uh, Lucky Luke. I actually looked at this one. I almost, I almost a picked about Lucky
1: him. Luke. I uh, thought I'll leave that one for you, and then you didn't pick it. Yeah,
0: I didn't want that one. That's for that's for that's for bums. Uh, I also <laughs> well Manchester United Championship soccer again. I, that's also one I almost. You can picked. see why some of these didn't make it over to the states. Then you got Marco's Magic Football. That might be cool So that has got magic in it. Micro Machines Two. That was a surprise. Well, Turbo Tournament.
1: That's so cool. The, yeah, micro the Micro Machine games did make it to the states. The,
0: are those the ones that have the their separate joystick ports on them? On the on the Genesis, they are right. Didn't one of the Micro Machines games have like its own ports on the for multiplayer? I Stop, don't know. Somebody correct me if I'm an idiot. Then you got Power Drive Putty Squad, another Amiga game. Principal Soccer, another Amiga game. Yeah, a couple Smurfs games. Hey, we like the Smurfs. I mean, I don't know what happened there. Uh, Spearoo, Super Danny, Super Drop Zone, uh, which we just mentioned. Super International Cricket.
1: That one, Aaron. That one was that, that. That and the game I picked split down the middle because I've I've been learning a lot about cricket. Very interesting game. Do you know anything about
0: cricket? I do from from doing Amigos because me and Bo have done a cricket game. So I learned just enough crooked to be dangerous. Yes. actually, it was pretty interesting. Uh, we've got Super Morph, which again, I think that's another Amiga game. Another 10-10 game, uh, uh, the game I picked. And you've got Winter Gold, which I believe, did we play that on the Genesis? Is that the same Winter Gold we played over there, which we didn't like that much? World Masters Golf. Another Amiga game, Worms. And Yogi Bears Turbo Tune. If I, if you know anything about the Yogi Bear games, you probably do us all figure about out porting out over here. So I wouldn't call any of those slam dunks. Uh, as far as I can tell, what do you think? Uh, I mean, there's
1: there's a lot of Europe appeal in that list. Yeah, and the games, at least the ones I looked at, you can tell they were definitely Amiga inspired. Right, Amiga right. inspired.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of them came straight from the Amiga. Yeah, you know, so that's what we got. Me. It's funny because. When you think of Amiga ports, you sort of think of the of the of the Genesis slash Mega Drive. You don't necessarily yes. th- think of the Super Nintendo.
1: Well, I, I, this was the year where, or this is the era when publishers were ge- were trying to uh, kind of take down that uh, barrier between consoles and release everything for everything. You
0: know, I'm looking at this uh, as we're watching on the video. If you're watching at home, we're looking at one of these Astros games. Now, there's an Asterix arcade game. I mean the boy play. Yeah. The Asterix games are pretty high quality. They didn't phone those in, did they? Well, the animation good. looks good. Yeah, I mean, I've played the arcade game and it looked good and that looks really good, the game we just yeah. saw. Oh now I'm regretting my choice. Oh, what are you gonna do? So, well all that said, it wasn't like I would would say we had a huge list of of, uh, well, a couple of dozen of games, but we had plenty to choose from. Uh, this week. So would you rather like to start the dance or go second this week? I would give you the choice right here at the top of the show. I'll let you go first. All right. End with power. Listen now what are you talking about? We're gonna start this sucker off with a bang with a bang because you know here's here's my reasoning here. (coughs) I looked over this list and I was like wait a minute. What's the one thing that this list has but it's just got one of? A blockbuster and not just any blockbuster a world blockbusting film adaptation. and I'm like, I gotta go to work on this thing and by and it was produced by Ocean. Are you kidding me and developed by ocean? It's ocean. It's solid gold. when you think film adaptation, you think ocean, right? And so I went with the big budget huge worldwide blockbuster Super Nintendo exclusive game. It's Waterworld. Yes. Waterworld, Brits. Featuring Kevin Costner. Yes. Uh, It's got water, a bunch of water in it. Not much world. There's not much world (laughs) involved, no. You know, so before we get into the game proper, you know what I like to do? I like to talk about the film. Now, first of all, have you seen the film Waterworld? Not completely. What do you mean not completely? I haven't watched it completely.
1: I have watched parts of Waterworld.
0: So Waterworld... Uh, was a was a movie that came it released in the states July 28th of 95 summer blockbuster. It was envisioned as Mad Max on the water. <laughs> I'm serious. Said, oh, I know. So you know, know it's going to be good. It starred Kevin Costner and Dennis Hopper, that crazy guy who played the Deacon, uh, and was directed by Kevin Reynolds. Ironically, th- to show you how this the the how this movie was going to fare. Uh, the director, Kevin Reynolds, he quit directing two weeks before the film d- ended shooting. <laughs> so he's got director credits, but he was out of there. <laughs> he wasn't involved. Uh, it was written by a guy named Peter Rader and David Atwoi. No, this is the movie, not That's the game. That's the movie. We're just talking about the movie right now. Uh, so, you know, I thought this was a huge, huge flop. Okay, that's what I thought. No, it wasn't a flaw. because people laughed at it. Yeah, people mocked. Oh, it's it, mocked. Yes. Right it, at the time when it was made, it had the largest budget in the history of film. Yes, right. It was a hundred and seventy-five million dollars. They said the budget was capped at a hundred mil, but then crap started happening. You know what happens when you get in the water? Stuff gets wet. Equipment gets thrown yeah, overboard. That's how
1: water works. They it's said Coster
0: was sleeping on his goofy ship, and it in the middle of a. a Huge storm. He almost died. So people almost got killed. They're yes. making a the water world. Uh, and uh, it was a, one of those crazy things. But if they finally made it, and, of course, you've got a, a budget of $165 bucks. So what do you think you're going to make the box office just to break even on that world? Three times that. Well, it ended up making at the box office all over the whole world $264 million. Yeah, that
1: means it didn't make its money well,
0: back. Well, hold on there, because I'm going to school you, brother, it didn't make its money back at the cinema, but then it came right. home. Right. And after it got home, yes, this movie became profitable because it had been, it had been mocked. Uh, I mean, I really thought it was a dud when I, when it was released, but I guess it did pretty good at home. It got just enough action. Uh, it actually was nominated for an Academy Award, in, believe it or not, in Best Sound. That still counts, so it's an Academy Award nominee <laughs> movie. Here's something that really surprised me. There are four... Amusement parks with Water World rides. There, as of this year or yes. last year, now they're still working under the title Waterworld. Yes. Yep. So I guess enough people know about it uh, to know that it was a, a thing. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I've never seen it. <laughs> You've never seen the movie at all. I've never seen Waterworld. Nah. But yeah. I, now that I've played the game, I think I got it. <clears throat> right.
1: Now this the movie popular enough to get a bit on the Simpsons. Yeah. where he plays Water World in the arcade and it's, it plays insert 40 quarters. Yeah. Millhouse is feeding the quarter 38, 39, 40. He takes one step and it's game over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well that, I that 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 actually spawned <laughs> a you can go play it right now game uh, if you do a search for Water World Macaw 45. Yeah. He went and made a, an actual proper game. Using the Simpsons style of graphics yeah. and that whole the whole bit, the whole shtick. Well, so there
0: uh, you go. You know when the Simpsons does it, then you're it's a world famous thing. So
1: and that, that game was released uh in 2022. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean it's been six months ago. Uh I, I've seen it, I've played it. Uh it's it's a <coughs> excuse me, a puzzle platformer yeah. type of game, full of style, full of inside jokes. Uh, if that's your thing, go check it out for oh. sure. Well,
0: my game's full of style, too. We'll get to that right now. Oh, uh, so, all right. <laughs> Waterworld, you think to yourself a huge blockbuster like this. It got released everywhere. Eh, sort of. So get this. There are several different versions of the game Waterworld, but they're not the same. Yes. There's the Super Nintendo version. We're going to talk about it. It's a PAL European exclusive, okay? Uh, there's a Virtual Boy game, which we'll talk about. There's a DOS slash Windows yep. game, the Game Boy game. Now, of all these games, they said Virtual Boy of Waterworld is the worst. In fact, yeah. they said it's the worst game of all the Virtual Boy games. So it must be the worst. It's I've, rip I've played the worst. it.
1: Not on not actually using the Virtual Boy, but I've played it on emulation. It's not good. It's, really it's almost we, like Battle Zone.
0: The next time we do next time we do Virtual Boy, I'm in with some Waterworld. Uh so this game was also supposed to be on the Mega Drive slash Genesis, the Saturn, the Jag, the 3D and the All of them got canceled at various points. Yeah. The version we're going to talk about today, the Super Nintendo version, was supposed to come to the States, including a full-page ad and a write-up in Nintendo Power about how it was coming and never made it. They, they, they were like, man. So I'm assuming that the, as the movie sank, if you will, that they were like, you know, we'll just stop. Uh, Cut our losses yeah, there. Yeah,
1: and that was the right move.
0: So let's get into the game proper. And, of course, to play the game, you've got to sort of describe what's going on. So get this. This is as timely as today's headlines. In the future, the temperature rises on Earth so much that all the polar ice caps melt. Yes. No good, right? Mm. what well, I mean, it's bad. Unless, oh, okay, If yeah. you're, you're a fish guy. So anyway... Years later, the only people are around, there's two basically tribes of people. Yes, you've got some, you've got these, uh, you know, sort of like normal geeks, and then you've got the cool guy pirate crew led by this Hopper, who's the deacon. Yes, the deacon. All right, I bet he's not a real deacon, by the way. Well, I don't know. He's got an eye patch, and so uh, the the pirates uh, sort of uh, menace the normal folk, you know. And so, luckily, this guy called the Mariner, right, comes rolling on his wacky boat. And he's there to, he comes up to defend the Deacon because, I mean, (laughs) he defends the normal people because the Deacon's uh, tried to kidnap this girl. She's got a map to lead him to dry land. Apparently, (laughs) somewhere on the earth, there's a big dry piece of land. She's got a map on her. They got to save her, right? So, that's the premise of the game. Pretty good premise, I think, right there. I mean, things okay. are steps. I would not call a guy the Mariner. I can tell you that. I would have. I would be like, listen, I need a name here, Gill Boy. Oh, he's got gills. <laughs> Did I mention that somehow? <laughs> I just have to watch the movie to see why he's got gills. So this game has an elaborate opening, and by elaborate, I mean a no. bunch of, of digitized stills <laughs> yes. from the film. But it does give you an idea of what's happening in the movie. You know, it tells you the whole story. Like I had never seen the movie. I watched this thing, and I was like, okay, I'm up to speed. Now, when the game starts, you're boned. It doesn't help you a bit. But still, you know the premise of this. So this is sort of like, uh, this game is sort of like cut into like several mini-games, okay, which we'll get to. I want to talk about the people that worked on this, because believe it or not, there's a, an interesting, they've got an interesting background, uh, a lot of these people here, that uh, that worked on the game, as as I can get to their stats. So, again, published and developed by Ocean, as I mentioned, Came out in ninety-five. This was produced by a guy named Michael Dells. So get this: Michael Dells is an old-school programmer who did stuff. He he wrote a game called Grid Trap, and he also did uh, what he he did? No, no, it's excellent. He also did World Karate Champ, both on the C sixteen. Slash Four. Listen, that's not easy. Commodore Sixty Four. No, no, that's good. He also did Modos and Grange Hill in the C Sixty Four. So he's an old sort of like a C Sixty Four guy. he's got extensive credits past this in production. Uh, now it's funny. The looking on a bunch of replaces. This is all I can find, uh, and this is from Moby. But this is basically what it was reiterated everywhere. The platforms type gaming and the underwater type gaming sections were programmed by a guy named Chris Bannock. He also programmed the C64. He did the Akari Warriors game, and he's got a future credits. And now here's the most important thing. The music on this game was done by Dean Evans. Okay, now this guy, because I listened to the game start up, I'm like, man, this is some pretty good music here, right? It's just everything was really tight. This guy did a game that me and Boat loved on the Amiga called Pushover. He did a music on that. He, did, he worked a ton of Amiga stuff, Pushover, Lethal Weapon, Cool World. Uh, Jurassic Park, one and two, he did a bunch of stuff. His musicalness is good, so I looked into it. Like people love the music on this. I guess this guy, the guy uh, that did the music, Dean Evans, took all the music and just released it. It's like almost like his own album, so you can like go download it. It's great. The music on this is far, far better than the source material that's got that he's got to work with. I
1: mean, I, I didn't think it was
0: I I I personally didn't
1: think it was that standout. I I thought thought it was was really good, and
0: it's got a rep amongst uh, uh, people that that also think it's good. So, the game starts by... You start off by being in this weird-looking boat in the middle of the ocean, and and an arrow is sort of pointing you in a direction. Yeah. That's all it tells you. (laughs) That's all it tells you. And so, after that, you're just like, what do I do? Well, what you do is... You drive your your boat around the first map and you try to kill everyone you see. Okay, what well, I mean, do you do? That's what you do. Now the map is split up. Is like I said, there's a thing. There's a thing that has an arrow pointing in a direction to go. At the bottom, there's a like a, a a health gauge. Okay, and then you'll find out after the first map that you can also augment this boat with some special weapons. But at first, you don't have any. You're accosted by people on jet skis and also these little boats on the first screen. So all you do is drive this thing around and you'll notice that eventually the arrow, if you keep following the arrow, it will take you directly to this buoy. Yes. Okay, so you go to the buoy, nothing happens. You just sit there because you, that buoy doesn't mean jack squat. What you need to do is kill everybody. You, the game, there's, the and there's game, no
1: prompt at all for it. None.
0: The game has invisible walls uh, so you don't have so you can't leave a certain area uh, and and you just roll around and you cannot leave until you kill all the people determined that you leave then you go to the buoy <laughs> then you go to the buoy and then it'll be like good job you killed all these guys yeah okay yay you know so then you then so that's part 1 by the way when you when you kill these guys they explode like they were hauling
1: around nukes yeah. And, and and your ship, you feel bad because your ship is is gargantuan. And when you're killing these guys on little, like, uh, 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 jet skis, you t- you tower over top of them. Yeah. And the jet ski guys, yeah, I guess they're being jerks. They kind of run into you. Yeah. But at, at least on level one, they never did
0: any damage. It All was, right. Well, they did a little bit. So then, once you've gotten to the buoy, then it's time for the... the uh, this is another area that give you nothing. It's the underwater area, okay? You're a guy swimming, and you're going underwater, and at the first level, the different levels have different types of things underwater. Some have ships, some have old buildings, you know what I'm saying? And as you go, there are little gaps that you go through, swim through, and you're trying to avoid the underwater aqua life, the fish and eels and man race, stuff like that, and you're picking stuff up. Okay, now, I found this out later to some research. At the top, there's this b- big bar, and the bar is like a hit points bar. Yeah. But it's always also going down, no matter what happens. Yes. Okay? And so I thought to myself, this this dude's like a, a super underwater diver, and he's holding his breath. No. This guy's because he has got gills. He can get underwater for That's his energy bar. He's just getting tired. All right, so, and when you get hit, when you take a hit... You, you, you lose time. You lose some energy. Yeah. And so as you're down there, what you're doing is you're gathering stuff up. You're gathering up a little treasure chests, little baubles. My favorite thing that you gather are these bags, and they're marked dirt. <laughs> yeah, soil. Yeah. The soil. That's right. Soil. So for whatever reason, you guys gather these bags well, of dirt. That's a, that's actually important in the movie. It may be important so, in the movie, but yeah. what kind of condition is a bag of dirt going to be that's been underwater for a 1,000 years? It's mud. That's what it is. <laughs> Now one thing I didn't realize until I tried to play this scene a few times is like you you could just leave with what you've got yeah and then whatever you get you'll get added up in the score I kept going for the longest time and then I'm, like the first couple times I got to this level I would just keep going and then I would just get nothing yeah and, you know, like you get you don't die you just get nothing and then and then you're gone so that's what I would call the underwater retrieval level all right then And this is the wackiest of the levels, in my opinion, right here. Uh, Oh, that's the second wackiest. There, You're back on your boat, and this time, your arrow points you toward the nearest, like, uh, good guy city, or whatever you call it. And what they've done is they've they've made, like, a, a, you know how you circle the wagons? They've circled the boats to keep out these bad guys, right? So your job is to keep the bad guys out, but the bad guys are pretty clever. If this isn't a movie, i got to see it. Because it they rigged up this gimmick where they have their own jet ski ramps. They're on the back of boats. And so they jet ski ramp into the place. Now, I don't know how they get out, but they jet ski their way in and they'll kidnap some suckers and then they drive off. This sure reminded me an awful lot of that old Vector game we used to play ripoff where they would, guys would go in and take part of your thing. You had to go shoot yeah. them and bring it back. Yeah. This was like modern ripoff. You had to go around and you'd shoot the guys that had infiltrated the little the uh the little area, and then they would drop hostages, you'd pick the hostages up, right? That's the whole level. And eventually you didn't do that until they until they've all been killed. And then you take whatever hostages you get back, uh, you you get points for. So that's that's that level. This level was probably it was certainly the goofiest. This was probably the one that I had the most fun with because that's sort of like the first level but with more like a a goal. You know, you know, the first one was not like there was any goal. At least in this level, you're shooting stuff for a reason. Mm. And then after you killed all the guys and you've rescued all the hostages, the settlement will open their little tin door and they'll let your guy drive in. But that's not all. Because, of course, these guys were jet skiing in, and they were jet skiing over the little jet ski ramp, the little portable ramp. So what, what's that mean? That means they infiltrated... You're the little area, so now you got to go through and you got to clean them out. And this is the level, this is the fourth level, and in this level it's like a platformer. You're a guy, you're on foot, you're punching. You could also pick up weapons. You're jumping and you're going from you're going from platform to platform, and it's like it looks like you're pl- like fighting like a dock or something, or you know, like a metal pier. And it's there's underground areas like pipes stuff, just like a typical movie scene. There are ladders you've got to go up and down. Uh, your guy, I will say, this game was difficult, but this part of the game was a little bit difficult because of the running. Running and shooting is weird. It made yeah, it, the it made uh, yeah, the controls suck. Yeah, grabbing ladders took me a lot of practice because a lot of ladders you have to grab while you're in midair, you know, and jump on them. Uh, this level was okay. The guys are not digitized, but they're pretty, they look pretty good. I thought this looked okay, this multi The game looked, I thought it looks okay. Uh... You go to this level, you do all your damage. When you finish this one off, you get to go to the store. They, uh, uh, that's where you can buy stuff to augment your, to augment your uh, ship. Yeah. And so when you get back to it the, because then it loops. And when you get back to that first level, you've got additional weapons you can use your shoulder buttons to use. I found these additional weapons sort of pointless. Pointless. Because yeah. they're expensive and they don't do that much. Yeah. But you can buy, or you can buy Hell, some other stuff. And the game just does that over and over and over for like an hour and a half. Eight stages. Yeah, and Eight eventually loops. you just come ac- Eventually, when you're on the last stage, you come across the deacon behind this flaming barrel. He's not that tough. You just shoot him, and then you win. And the end of this game is just like, "Good job, jerk!" And then you're out. You endured. Yeah. So that's the game. So what did I think of the game? Well. I mean, it's not the worst game ever played. I, I didn't hate it. Uh, the graphics are pretty good. The music's great. The uh, It's re- being repetitive. It's its job. Four levels of play pretty good. I mean, I'm not going to complain about that, but two of the levels are sort of the same. The underwater level is kind of stupid. Uh, and, I mean, the game is what I would call, I would say, average to slightly below. What What were your thoughts? It was garbage.
1: I mean, b- b- There were no redeeming qualities. The first stage where you are just killing people in the open sea. Yeah. Uh, (coughs) There are no indicators on how many are left. You just kill until the game says, okay, I guess he's killed enough. Yeah. Go to the buoy. The underwater segment has no... I mean, if you just leave or die, nothing happens. It's a bonus stage.
0: Yeah, it's a point area. That's all that is. The
1: third stage where you're protecting the settlement... All, the 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 boat that unfolds the ramp so they can jump in, yeah. tries to attach at the same point every time. So all you have to do is get between the settlement and the boat and it will never unfurl its ramp. And then you kill it four or five times the stages. Well,
0: the, the stages do get slightly harder. <coughs> like eventually airplanes come in and bigger boats and stuff, more... So, I mean, they do try to augment it a little bit. But, yeah, I didn't do that because that seems cheap. That 30 pool. Then, uh, (laughs) it's not, but it is. And then
1: the the final (laughs) run and guns, hack and slash platforming stage, the controls are so garbage that things that you should not have to struggle with, you have to struggle with. It is clear to me that this was either an incomplete game that they were like, crap, just just send it. Just get it just out the door. Just send it. Um, or uh, this was made for a different system, and they were like, well, we're not going to make it any cooler than this on the, I don't know, Game Boy, so we're not going to make it any better here. The, this doesn't follow the movie. I mean, it wants to follow the movie, it has opening cutscenes <clears throat> that start the process of following the movie. Yeah, but it completely abandons. So he
0: doesn't it. shoot the bad guy out of flaming barrel. Oh no, him. that's
1: actually kind of accurate. Oh yeah, um, from what I remember. Uh, but the 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 uh, uh, the whole game being an arcade style loop. Yeah, none of the scenes are compelling enough. To make you want to play this, yeah, I was, <clears throat> I didn't expect much, and somehow they still managed to disappoint me.
0: There, there were several things that it were there were irksome in this, and I, I thought of a few just now while we were sitting here. <laughs> Number one, when you when you're buying and this is just small stuff, but I thought to, I just thought how strange that was. So when you're buying stuff at the store, whoever you're buying it from, he just slams the crap on the counter and it yeah. bounces, and it's like grenades and bombs and missiles. I'm thinking, well, so why would you do that? Secondly, on the on the very opening stage, there's this stone, uh, uh like natural arch, and it's huge, and you still can't drive through it. It's baffling. Like, why it's even there? Every uh, and then we also talked about how your uh your little boat controls. It's got some pretty nutty. A, oh well,
1: I, of the of. Between the boat and the platforming stage, the boat stage controls right, the, like a dream. The
0: boat doesn't exactly—it's not what I would call the most intuitive controls. You can get used to it, but they—I don't know why they tried to make it harder than it had to be. And someone mentioned that someone in the chat mentioned a Devil's Triangle or Cobra Triangle, which we both love that game on the yes. NES. Like. The control in that was great. They got Man. A, I liked it in that. It was it? tough. I well, I mean, I'm just saying they could have, and by the way, that game is a thousand times better than oh, this Oh, not one even comparable. a boat game. Yeah. But all that said, this one's okay. This one also has a password system for you to, for you to, uh, uh, oh, I'm just saying it does. If you want to, if you get killed or you want to start a different level, you can use the passwords. That's, that's kind of nice. I mean, I didn't hate this. I thought it was okay. No. It was low-end. I mean, if I'd paid $70 for it, yeah, I would probably be irritated. But if I'd paid, say, 20 bucks, for example. No, I, would, I nothing, would be irritated. Which is what I paid for to play it this time around. And I was still irritated. It's odd. The store and stuff almost seemed to be tacked on. Everything's tacked on. You know, so. This is an incomplete game. There's also no difficulty levels. There's no options at all, except there's start, and then there's password. password. That's all there is to it. So, yeah, yeah, there's not a whole lot there. Uh, So, I did have a look to see what this was going for these days. Well, review-wise, let's get to that first. Uh, Total out of Germany gave this a uh, 60%. No. What? (laughs) You think that's too high or too low? Way too high. Oh, no. I think that's a little low. There is no game. No, it's it's just that it's there is two. There, there is, is two. no game. Video games, the, the you know the popular video games magazine, gave this thing a 59 out of 100, and Mega Fun gave this one 57 out of 100. Not so good, Al. Uh, I thought it was better than that. Uh, we did get some uh, Discord action on this one, uh, the Brent. Uh, if, if you'll indulge me. Uh, uh,
1: no, I, I think it needs I think something needs to be said here, Aaron. Yeah. This game is not a six out of ten.
0: I think it's six out of ten seems no. about right to me. No,
1: there is no game here. It's a it is it's a okay. Super Nintendo game that wants to be an arcade loop game, but the arcade loop segments suck. Well, I, They I, suck. They're
0: not that bad. They're, they're, this they're is, okay.
1: This is play on your cell phone level of quality.
0: Well this is
1: download on your cell
0: phone level of quality. Well let's see let's see what our Discord community said here. So our good buddy the the Pajokster, Pajaco 6502 says everything you expect from a licensed game, a mix of gameplay types and a feeling of being disconnected and rushed. The water combat levels are fun but are fun, but later levels really require weapons upgrade to make any progress. I actually got real far in this game. I didn't didn't, didn't think it was that tough. And without any weapons pickups during battle, those later levels can become tedious. That is true. The platform levels are okay. You can't attack while ducking and jumping on the ladders is a little imperfect, true. The ocean exploration levels are interesting, but a huge hit detection box on the player and no weapon makes taking damage inevitable. I also didn't realize at first you need to return to the service to cash in your collection. The password system is largely redundant as you begin with no weapons for your ship and on those later levels, they really count. However, that said, the developer had a little more time, if the developer had a little more time to polish this up, I think it would have been a better game. I also played the unreleased Sega Mega Drive game and in my opinion, it is better than the Super Nintendo game. Overall, not as bad as I thought, but still, no best game award, 5 out of 10. 5 out of 10 from the Pajokster on that and that's all we got on that one. I looked this up on the eBay, uh, my friends. And if you're looking to cash it on eBay, this thing goes for a few bucks. I saw the loose cartridge go uh, as cheaply as $40. But anything you, if you want anything with the box, you're going to be paying between uh, 50 and 95 bucks. And if you want something sealed, brother, get ready to get the checkbook out. $250 was what was going on. When it comes to the sealed efforts on Waterworld, overall, Waterworld, I give it a marginal thumbs in the middle, brother. This,
1: this is the type of game where the the movie, for whatever reason, I, and I'm not saying the movie's good or bad. I, I haven't fully watched it. It does look like
0: my kind so of movie.
1: I can't comment on that. Uh, but this is the type of game that you, you own this because of the novelty of the movie tie-in. You don't own this because you want to play Waterworld.
0: You know, I think this melds nicely with Waterworld, and not even having seen it, I'll tell you why. This game, much like Kevin Costner, is bland, uninteresting, uh, emotionless by the numbers, by the numbers I, uh, effort here. Nothing more, nothing less. I've always found Kevin Costner to be the generic food-equivalent actor, and why this guy's gotten so much jack over the years I can't figure it out. He's as generic as the day is long. Nah. And also, his Prince of Thieves effort, he should be taken out and flayed for that. No good. That's, my, have... that's my movie review for today. So
1: I, I don't have a problem with Kevin Costner. Yeah, you love
0: everybody. Now, Brent, you went in a uh, uh, different route here, although well, I guess both our games did have some platforming elements. What did you bring to the table this week? Sir?
1: I went and found Jelly Boy. Yes. Jelly man. Boy. Oh, <laughs> Jelly Boy. <laughs> jelly, boy <laughs> jelly Boy, Aaron. By Probe Software published by Ocean Software. I got of a problem course. with their
0: name. I always have Probe Software. Is that the best that's not Cool Guy at all?
1: I, I don't think they're going for Cool Guy when they're making Jelly Boy. Well,
0: they made Mortal Kombat for God's sake. So name. Jelly Boy is
1: a I'm not gonna call it a, a a puzzler platform. It's just a platformer. Um and I'll talk about why <laughs> I can see someone making that distinction here in a moment. Uh, jelly Boy has you playing as Jelly Boy. You are a a candy jelly come to life. <laughs> and as a candy jelly, just just given sentience, just coming to grips with what you are, the very first thing you want to do is find out why you are. And hey, I, I don't have a problem with that. Jelly Boy sounds like he's he knows what's going on. So, born in a candy factory, he wants to know why he is the way he is. Why is he a jelly boy? Because no one else is a jelly boy. Yeah. So, he goes and finds the guy.
0: Was this in the manual, all this backstory Because I didn't know yeah. any of this. Okay.
1: He, he goes and talks to the uh, uh, elevator guy, the guy at the elevator. <coughs> he says, hey, I want to ride this elevator up. To talk to the owner about why I'm a jelly boy, and the the guy at the elevator is like, "Listen, I can't let you up." Like the 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 owner, who's a rich evil man, because they always are, doesn't want to be disturbed. But he he made he said, "If you go through all of the worlds, all the toy lands that evil man has has kind of uh, uh, made up." and find uh, all of the <laughs> hidden pieces, I will let you get in the elevator and go and see the big guy. All right. So Jelly Boy's like, okay, I'm going to go do that. He says, And the elevator dude's like, listen, kudos to you. I just want to let you know, no one has found even the first item. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh. I believe him. Jelly Boy... <laughs> Jelly Boy's like screw that noise. I'm going for it. Yeah. So you go to the first world, and you are introduced to a, a Lego style or building block style world, and uh, you have to travel through the world. You don't. There's three aspects of this game, which makes it a little confusing. Aspect number one: complete the world. That is just getting from the beginning of the world to the end of the world. Bam, it's, it's most of the stages aren't maze-like, um, and once you get all the way through it, you have completed that world. Object two that you need to do while you're in these worlds, every world has a puzzle piece, and you have to collect the puzzle piece from each world to uh, complete the pu- the piece to get to the next world. So, (coughs) you have that aspect of it. And the video that's playing now is really horrible because it has all collision turned off. I don't know why you picked this one of all the ones. I didn't notice. Um,
0: Thanks for the burial,
2: though. Yeah,
1: you kind of suck. So, the third aspect of, of what you're trying to accomplish is to collect a hidden key. The hidden key can be in any of the worlds, and when you find the key you use that to unlock the door to the next world so you can go to it whenever you want. So those are your three objectives. Get through the board just to complete it like normal. Find the golden puzzle piece to put the puzzle together so you can go to the next world, or unlock the next world's boss, I guess, and find the key so you can unlock the next world's door so you can go through it and uh, explore it that way. There are, I want to say, eight Total levels, and and one of them is kind of meh, so seven levels, and you, as you're traveling through this, as a Jelly Boy, you can jump, you can uh, collect different things. There are fruits you can collect for extra men. There are fruits you can collect for extra time, but the big things are the transformations, and whenever Jelly Boy collects a transformation, it allows him to do something special. For an example, maybe he'll transform into a skateboard, and then he'll have a, he'll have a, a, a skateboard that'll make him move faster. He can transform into objects like hammers, and yeah. he can break different parts of the level. And that's sort of the puzzly aspect. Hot air balloon, <clears throat> hot air balloon to fly to different platforms, yeah. helicopter. That that is um, sort of the puzzle element. But it's not really because if you get hit while you're in your special form, you lose your special form. So you you know when you pick up a special form. for example, you know if you pick up the hammer, you have to break something that's nearby. Yeah, uh, and, and all of your your forms have a timer attached to them that will count down. So you might only be out in hammer form for 30 seconds. So if you don't find what you need to break in those 30 seconds, you have to go back and get hammer form again, or if you get hit. This also has uh, the sonic approach to health. You can collect music notes, and anytime that you collect a music note, it gives you one hit. As long as you have a music note, you can take a hit. If you take a hit while you don't have a music note, you die. And when you get hit, the music note flies out of your body and you can try to collect it again. So, with all that, you are tasked to collect all of these items so that you can go up and meet the guy, your creator, basically. I think the game has merit. I think the animations and stuff for Jelly Boy... When he turns into different things, you can turn into like nonsense items too, like a door that I never found anything to do with. You're a door, and you just, just kind of lay there until either the time runs out or you hit the button. Uh, there are fun transformations like skates, skis, where you're in the snow world, it gives you better traction, it gives you more jumping power. Uh, there are really unique transformations, like you can turn into a soda bottle. And when you're a soda bottle, you float in the water, but you can't propel yourself. But you can also pop your, your cap and shoot things that are above you. So there are tons, and there are tons and tons of transformations. And there are all these unique transformations that are really fun to play with pogo sticks and uh, 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 flamethrowers and all this different stuff. So you go through the level, you get all your puzzle pieces, you find your hidden key, and now you have the ability to go back to stage 1-1, or the first world in each stage, and fight the boss. When you fight the boss, once you defeat the boss, he drops the item that you ultimately have to collect from each world to get into the elevator. Uh, I really enjoyed this game. I thought the controls, with one exception, were really tight. The enemy variation uh is fun. The world variation, although I didn't get to see many worlds outside of cheating, uh putting it has a passport system. I thought the the uh worlds were unique enough and it had enemies that went with the worlds. Um my biggest problem with the game is it's too Blasted hard. Did you also run into that problem?
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, You got that right. This reminds. Listen, let's cut to the chase here because Ocean also did this game. They published it. So I I and so this right here, and I talked to Bo about this a little bit. This right here is like what happens when you make an Amiga game and put it on like a next gen console. This this reminds me so much. Of an Amiga game, it's you. It's uh, there's fifty million types of stuff to collect. It's got the same kind of backgrounds. It's got the same kind of like not great level design. It's got the same kind of stuff you see in, in like if you were going to play something like a uh, and Boat mentioned uh, James Pond, but I mean you could really any of the Zools or James, Pond. any of those things that have like a, or Super Frog, any of the games that have like a million collectibles and a billion spikes uh th- it's that this is like the refined version of a game like that like a james pond or or a super frog except for a few things they and they're good things number one uh jelly boy is great the guy yeah. like this guy's the mascot that I was begging for on the amiga we just did our end of the year look and I was looking at the platform games like all the mascots were crap like we didn't have anything like a jelly boy he was awesome the fact that and they used the fact that he's a jelly boy to make it more fun because yeah. all the different variations yeah sure he can change into hammers and higher balloons and cannons and all that stuff but the, what makes that great is uh it, it's just an excuse for the people that made the game to come up with all kinds of wacky things to do with him. yes and they're all gameplay changing coolness and that makes it look fun if you just went around the whole game and did the little belly bump and jump that's all you did that's going to get old real quick and that's your standard fare so I, I I would hand it to him on that. I thought that was good. Uh, I like uh, I like the vibrance of the level. It's colorful. Everything looks nice, uh, and I thought it was uh, uh, you know a pretty game. Uh, but, but what I didn't like, and this adds to the fact that, it, that what made it difficult, it's it's it the level design blows, and it's the same crap I see all the time on the Amiga. A lot of the European uh, platform games that have just it's just stuff that like they punish you for everything. Too many spikes, too much water, too many guys in the wrong spot. Like it stuff that's purposely designed to kill you is not fun. And it seems like no one seems to get the memo on this. There is just too much deadly stuff. I tried like gangbusters. I was playing this game, I'm like, man, I'm really enjoying this. And I still got to a point where I got so frustrated I just had to turn it off. And it was because of the gum level design the spikes everywhere. It's not fun to have that stuff. So this game for me was sort of a mixed bag. I liked a lot of what it did. I didn't like a lot of what it did. There was a few other things I thought were odd. And The fact that there's like a load screen in this game was kind of weird to me. It's like where it tells well, you- yeah, t- there, and it's, unnecessary. It is, because it only takes a second, so that makes yeah. me wonder if this came from, like, was this in development for like the CD32 or something, well, and that got stuck in there? Do you have any information? I, I, on I have
1: a little information for that. Go ahead. This was released March of 1995. Right. A prototype for this game was found that was dated
0: 1992. So it's... Uh-uh.
1: So this has sat, this sat on the shelf for many, many years, and the prototype was a finished prototype. Everything was there. What
0: was it for? Was it the for Super the, Nintendo? It was. Yes. So Pro would put this together years before years and, it let ago. It, and let it language. That makes sense to me. That because this game, I mean, as as nice as it looks and I, and the elements of it that are fun. It doesn't. It does seem older than the ninety Swords so of was really. 96, 95. 95. I mean that this this seems like a, like I said there's it's a weird it's a fun game in a weird way because like I said it sits nicely between the Amiga and what you the high and uh, the middle of the road Super Nintendo stuff it's right there and, and so I can't hate the game it's got a lot going on that I like but it's too hard the level design blows uh, the uh, uh, they just didn't get this this is the one thing I think this is the hardest part of making a platformer. Because, I mean, me and you can come up with a cute character and some kind of gimmicks and stuff. But when it comes to the nuts and bolts of making levels and getting it right, that's hard. It takes a lot. It takes someone with a lot of jack to pull it off. And I think that's one of the big places that this game fails.
1: Now, I and I agree, the, the level design for this is not good. I don't think it's Amiga bad <coughs> because I think that...
0: I wouldn't put it like that.
1: It is straightforward enough that... The levels I played, I never felt lost. I'm sure there are maze-like levels that you do feel that way, Uh, just none that I experienced. Uh, The um, uh, collectibles in the game, I never had a problem with it because outside of the ones that you were seeking, right? You you didn't have to collect the cherries. You didn't have to collect the oranges. There,
0: that's another European special. It is, and I will say now. But I'm not going to bury it for this. I like games. This is one of those games where it will show you something. You're like, how do I get to that? And then you can go back. I mean, just around out of the gate. Yeah. Right out the gate, for example, you, when you turn into a hammer, there are some blocks. You've got to run to the right real quick and hammer some rocks. There's a countdown going on. But if you go to the left, there's some h- hidden goodies behind this wall that you can whack. You know, stuff like that. I like that kind of stuff. I like the variance, the var- variations in gameplay. I also cheated to go through and try Because I wanted to try some different stuff. Yeah. And I like that. It's just that they, they've got a great character idea here. And the principles of the game are fun. But the execution of the level is they drop the ball.
1: Uh, I personally love the, the music on this game. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it uses stereo uh, very well. If you listen to this on a, a mono uh, speaker setup, you're not going to get nearly as much enjoyment. <coughs> I also found that um, the character kind of drew me in. Yeah. The story is kind of a, eh, uh, although the ending oh, was kind of cute, which I am going to spoil here in a moment. Uh, but the character himself, I think, is absolutely top flight. It's sort of like A Boy in His Blob, if you know that character at all. Uh, the blob portion of it, if the blob portion didn't need the kid to feed him jelly beans. Yeah. That's what this felt like. This felt like a a uh, the blob character who could do his own thing.
0: I'm sure that that had to be part of their thinking behind it. I mean, that
1: had to be inspiration. Possibly. Um, a few things to note. There is a Jelly Boy 2, but it's not a sequel to Jelly Boy it's actually a sequel to Jerry Boy okay um, completely unrelated in every single facet of the imagination uh, <clears throat> if you do manage to complete the game uh, which is a monumental feat <clears throat> uh, you you ride the elevator up and it's kind of funny you're riding the elevator with all the with some of the bad guys in the level and they're all just kind of standing around staring at you and you're just kind of sitting there with a big jelly boy grin on your face uh you get to the top and the guy is just like uh, uh, uh yeah, okay let's go play and then you you can play with all of the bad guys and that's sort of the the end of the game
0: so he doesn't find out anything
1: he doesn't find out why he's a jelly boy no uh
0: that's a letdown.
1: the jelly boy also has a dog companion yeah that will show up in some of the levels his main thing that I ever saw him do was he'll bark at some of the bad guys.
0: Yeah, I was wondering. I was going to ask you about that. What does that guy do? I picked him up a couple times. He <clears throat> he hangs around for a little while, but and he makes noise. Well, that's it.
1: Jelly Boy didn't realize that when he was created, the dog was created alongside him. Uh-huh. But Jelly Boy didn't doesn't know that that's kind of his dog. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Sort of like sort of like Miss Frankenstein.
1: <laughs> sure, why not? This game. Uh, did fairly well when it was released. Uh, it scored a 73 in computer and video games. It was also marked as the 73rd top 100 Super Nintendo games by totaled in 1995. Wow.
0: That seems hard to believe. <laughs> all the Super Nintendo games um the 73rd best.
1: When it comes to uh eBay and whatnot. Yeah. A loose cart will set you back about $65, but if you were looking for the full Kahoot with the the box, the instruction manual, the whole 9 yards, the cheapest I see it on here is 320 bucks.
0: Yeah, I knew this would be an expensive one.
1: Uh this does have a Game Boy version that really? follows the same kind of level layout and yeah. everything. Uh it I didn't play it, but I did look at it. It looks like a black and white version of Jelly Boy. Yeah. For better or for worse, the boards look to be laid out basically the same. Um, but like again, again, I didn't play it. I just saw it on there. This was supposed to get a Genesis release, uh, and it did not happen for whatever reason. They did not port this over to the Genesis. But considering how long they just held on to it, yeah. After ha- having basically the game complete, the fact that it was released at all is kind of a miracle.
0: This game to me, and this is a here's a notification to all those people that do these sorts this sort of thing. You could this thing could run on, on an, an AGA Amiga without without much difficulty. I think you I think you could put uh, it on. No, I think you could maybe. Do it. I have little doubt in my mind that there was an Amiga versus this that was in the works somewhere. I mean, it's just. It's too Amiga e for yeah. me to get past that. Plus, it's like I said, ocean being involved in it, uh, it I just made and probed a few things on the Amiga too. So, I would not be at all surprised if this did not run out, that could not run on the uh, uh, the AG Amiga at some point in the near in the, in the future. somebody wanted to give it a whirl, I mean, again, not, it was better than Water World. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah. That. Oh,
1: one thing, the one thing I hated about the controls. For some reason, duck is a button.
0: Yes. And also, you also <coughs> turn into a duck. You do turn
1: into a duck, and that's cute. Yeah. But having but having duck as a button is no go. It's also pointless. Absolutely. You know, so there's also that. Up and down lets you kind of scroll the screen Yeah, a but, little bit. Even but, the
0: fact that it's blind jumps a plunge. Yeah. Well, no, there's yeah, not. Yeah, there are tons. No, and you could die, you could fall off ledges and die instantly. Uh, we did get some action on this. Our first uh, r- uh, review on this is from our own John Boavcar Schaller. His burial starts out, Jelly Boy's in another failed attempt from a UK developer trying to crack the mascot platformer code and failing. Taking his cues from si- similar dud franchise James Pond, which I don't agree with that, Jelly Boy has our titular hero bounding through a land of repetitive backgrounds, blind jumps, and incredibly laggy camera. Mr. JB is well animated, and his transformations into useful objects call to mind the NES classic of Boy and His Blob, but the fun stops there. The award for first mechanic of the year goes to taking the rings as health trick from Sonic and making it sucky by making all your rings, which are musical notes in this game, fall through the floor while getting hit, making you hold zero notes perpetually. Did I mention there's a million different types of fruit to collect? Yep. We're still riding the train of 1995, or that train in 1995. Don't forget the duck button; it turns you into a duck. It's hilarious. Background music and parallax scrolling might have made you uh, you a console killer uh, to Amiga magazines in the mid 90s, but in the real world, this bomb is best left forgotten. Full burial for both. Yeah, I don't think it was nearly that bad. Uh, Pajaco chimed in as well. This is a fr- fairly by-the-books Euro console platformer. Bright, colorful, quite playable. Some borrowed mechanics from other games. And quite overall fun in places. And it reminds me a bit of Alfred Chicken. Another one of your favorites, yep. right? So this should have been a great game. However, it fall- all falls apart with the level design. Too much trial and error. And even the from the very first level, add to that the camera positions was constantly seen not to put you in the center of the screen. Yeah. And you'll be running into things unless you move slowly, which given this is a time game does not fit well. Yes, you can stop and look around, but again, time is a ticking. There are things to uh, like, though, changing into different objects to negotiate levels, and while it acts as a shield of sorts, having to backtrack to go get it again is a tad irritating. The graphics, sound, and sprite design are really nice, so if you can get past the level cheapness, it's probably a lot of fun. I did go back and give this another go before writing my review, but apparently I am not ready for this jelly. <laughs> Good one. Six out of ten. Six out of ten.
1: Right? I, think, I think six is I fair. I think I
0: liked this more than both of them, actually. Maybe all these years of playing on the Amiga have done something to me. <laughs> Warped but your I, mind. I mean, I thought this was a pretty competent uh, attempt. Like I said, there were plenty of things not to like, and the level design is a killer. Yes. If people kept mentioning the camera. I didn't seem to have that much trouble with the uh, camera, if I'm
1: honest. I never moved fast enough that the camera was that big That's, of a problem. That
0: might be why I like this, because I like to methodically go through these platformers where most people run like maniacs. So... The musical note thing is you're right. I'm perpetually low on notes in this game. So there you go. jelly bell boy, did you have any final thoughts on the old euro Nintendo? I thought it was interesting. I mean, I think that uh there's a couple more there I'd like to try, and I didn't hate either one of these games. If, if I'm honest i've I've played worse. Let's put it that way. well, i I think if you're
1: going to play this style game, you might as well just go ahead and play it on your Amiga or your com you know, your Commodore system. Yeah. And if you're having problems with your Commodore system,
0: Aaron, you can always call up Retro Rewind. Bam, you're right. Retrorewind.ca. Listen, if you've got an Amiga or the aforementioned C64, C16 plus four, any of the Commodore line, and you need repair parts, diagnostic tools, or items to augment said machines. Yes. There's only one place to go if you're in North America, especially but from all over the world, and that's up to Canada. or give it to Frank at retrorewind.ca. He will set you up with all the top shelf Commodore products that you need, stuff like the Kung Fu Flash, all kinds of uh, CF solutions for your uh, Amiga, if you're, in, if you're going down that road, and even if you've got a TRS-80 color computer, you can take care of your business on that, too. Absolutely. Diagnostic, diagnostic cards, uh, SD card solutions, the whole ball of wax. And in case uh, you're having a problem with those items, it hit the spikes, if you know what I mean. There's also one place to go. That's retrorewind.ca because Frank's full service, brother. Absolutely. Full service. He'll repair your Commodore and Cocoa machines. All you do is hook them up, send them a note, set up a deal. The repairs are cheap. They're quick. It's an in-and-out operation. We've seen Frank work live. He's 100% his staff, top shelf. Frank has access to all the top shelf tools. He's got decades of experience. He will take care of your business, brother. Absolutely. That is Frank at RetroRewind.ca. Now, let's move on to the... Wheel, Brent, to see what we're gonna be playing next week.
1: Yeah, we've got some winners, we got some losers on here, and we're just gonna have to spin it. Look at losing, spinning that
0: sucker too, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Bam! That was a mighty, mighty whirl. Around she goes, and the winner is. I almost blew oh, one out of no. there. What'd you get there, the Brent? Oh no! The winner we've is. We got
1: video games banned for dumb reasons suggested by Super tech boy. video
0: games banned for dumb reasons now, let's ponder this uh, interesting uh, piece here for a moment. Uh, when you say banned, are we gonna pick a certain cut is it as long as it's banned somewhere are we qualifies? is that the way it works? I think that's fair. All right, so if we, we're gonna find games that were banned somewhere for something dumb. That shouldn't be too hard, because there's tons of those things out there here, are. Uh, in, in the world. Uh, listen, we'd like to thank everybody that popped in uh, to check us out live. Uh, we normally record every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're moving a little bit late this time around. Uh, but uh, Because of worry. the holidays. Yes, because of the holiday, We'll be back at our normal time filming uh, next week. I also want to mention that if you're listening to this audio uh, at home... Uh, we will be tacking on an extra segment here, uh, The Brent's Lament, His Christmas Tale of woe We'll tack it on the end of this audio for you uh, folks listening. So if you want to stick around, there's about 20 minutes of Brent and his hilarious Christmas tale. That was a good time, wasn't it? You had a good time on that.
1: I did not have a good no. time.
0: Well, if you like hearing the Brent be in pain, you'll enjoy it. And If you like hearing, if you don't like it, bring a, bring a, a nappy or hanky. And you'll get through it. <laughs> Any final thoughts for before we take to save the house?
2: Nope. Until next week, everyone, have a good week. Bam. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. A special thank you to Devin Styles for our vector style graphics and Parkbit for our amazing music. If you'd like to help keep ARG spinning, you can do so at patreon.com slash ARG presents. Just like these fine folks. Rirelet 17, the Ron Templar Marr, Z9K9, Jerry Dennington, John Dykeman, Retrology, Air Shack, Texas Foosballer, Sundown, O'Raw Super Tech Boy, Chris Munch, Mr. B, Roushey, Brown, W. Fetke, Richard Smith, Velociraptor, Bernhardt Lucas, Steve Rathbusson, Anthony Jarvis, Bitter Blitter, Jaco 6502 Kevin Bean Andy Jones Andy Craig Rob Black O'Hara Jason Warns Missyama Chris Bowles, Frodo and L. The Norris, Sloan- Terry Howard Hope, and Rolo. They all have access to our Discord channel Their name called out in the credits and visualize in the ending scene. Have an idea for a wheel piece? You can send it to us. At ARG presents at mail.com.
0: has been through the ringer over the past weekend, and so we had to defer recording until this exact minute. So and also the Brent poor the Brent. You know, normally I don't feel sorry for you, but you've been sick too. You've what what's been wrong with you?
1: I don't know. I'm broken. I'm broken, man. I'm as broken as a water pipe.
0: Well, but you're now you're on the comeback trail, brother.
1: Well, I'm as patched
0: as a water pipe. Listen, you also Uh, uh, I'm always around. You didn't want to tap my extensive plumbing abilities.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I asked dad about your extensive plumbing abilities, but I already had his phone number, so I didn't need to call you and ask.
0: Let me tell you a story. I don't know. I may have told this on the show. Uh, earlier in, in fact, it was almost a year ago, snow was on the ground. That's why I know. Uh Uh-huh. There's this weird pipe that comes up in my bathroom. Dad said it used to have, it used to be a water softener. All right, it literally, my laundry room, this is just two pipes that come up and join, okay? And we didn't know what they were, and so but they'd started leaking. And I said, Dad, these pipes are leaking. What can we do? And Dad's like, nah, no problem. He came down, and he started fiddling with it, and he made the leak worse, okay? He's like, wait a minute, I got a cunning plan. So he did this other thing, and then water shot out as fast as water can come out, like it's come out of a hydrant. Right. It, flood, it was flooding my dining, or flooding my kitchen. It flooded my laundry room. And we were bailing. We were taking buckets and dump them in the sink as quick as we could fill them. And it, we weren't fast enough. Buckets, buckets, buckets. And I said, listen, Dad, me and Luke are going to try to keep bailing this. Go out with your special uh, tool and turn off the water. Because Dad's got a tool to turn the water off. It's this thing... It's like a gimmick that you turn like this.
1: Uh-huh. All
0: right. Because this water was coming in directly from the street. There was no valve to turn it off in right. the house. So the old man goes out there. Thank you, Mitsuyama, my friend. Anyway, the old man goes out of the front yard, and he's gone for like 15 minutes. And, we, and it goes fast because we're bailing, bailing, continuously bailing. I said, Luke... Keep bailing. I'm going to go see what's going on with Dad. And Dad was out in the front yard laying face down on, on the on the dirt and the snow. I go, Dad, what's wrong? He goes, listen. He goes, the 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 turnoff valve is frozen shut, and also I can't get up. Because my dad's on braces. He's got post-polio syndrome. He's got braces on his legs. I'm like, oh, my God.
1: And he's a cancer survivor. And he's a
0: cancer survivor. And he's an old, old man. So I'm like, oh, my God. And so I... Take the tool to shut the water off and, and and you know, remember that episode of the Incredible Hulk, where he got those superpowers where they can move the car? That's the whole reason David Bruce Banner went into the gamma chamber, because he couldn't save his wife. I had such power and I managed to turn the water thing off. And then Dad couldn't get up, and I couldn't lift him up. So I had to go into the house and get his folding steel chair and just keep battering <laughs> it up. No. And then set it up, and Dad was able to lift himself up onto the chair, and I could help him up and get him in the house. <clears throat> so he almost froze to death. Long story short, at the exact moment where water shot up all out of those tubes, shooting up, I looked at Dad because Dad's a rock. I said, Dad, what do we do now? He goes, he looked at me with his eyes this wide. He goes, we panic. That's what he said. That's a true story. We panic. And panic, we did. So I understand your plight, my friend. Well, let me tell you how, let me explain how it went down hey, for us. Come on, step a little later, boy. It was. Hey, Spinny. <clears throat> I
1: was like, man, it's getting really cold. Because it was really cold. And my house is ancient. ancient. It's it's like from the 1940s. Yeah. And it's also been picked up and rotated. So it's... it's, it's, What's up, pets? It's an old house. So we're like, man, it's getting cold. We should probably trickle some water. Yeah, that's what I did. So we go over. (coughs) And it's me, my wife, Terry, and my daughter, Lexi. And... We're at faucets, and we're like, Ew. it's like, all right, that one's trickling, that one's trickling. And I hear, huh, nothing's coming out of this one. I was like, okay, well, okay. And we, I was like, well, that's odd. Okay, like, well, that's probably bad. <clears throat> Let's put some heaters specifically in this bathroom to start warming it up. Yeah. So we put the, we put the heaters in the bathroom, and know we're not just gonna sit there and watch it what's the point yeah so we go we sit down about a half an hour later terry just screams from the back help help (laughs) yeah so lexi goes running and i'm reclined back because i'm sick this entire time i mean like flu level sick yeah and I'm trying to get up, but I'm old, fat, stupid, and, and wanting to die at this point. What's lazy? Well, no, this, this is the one time where lazy doesn't apply. So I, I get there, and my bathroom <clears throat> is two inches deep in water. Yeah. All of it. The entire bathroom. <laughs> it's leaking out into our bedroom.
0: This is that back bath yeah. bathroom, yeah. Back bath. The only one that hasn't been destroyed yet.
1: So I said, okay, uh, we need to turn off the water. Because we've got turn-off valves on all we're, we're good. We're good there. We've got turn-off valves on all of our things. I go to turn the water off. It goes pink. And the whole valve just snaps off in my hand. And where there was once a turret of water, yeah. it is now a cascading oh, no. death flow. Oh, no. <clears throat> so I'm I'm standing there with the valve in my hand. I'm like I'm like we've got to turn the water off the main the oh. main shut valve. And she's oh. like outside. I was like, no, we've got one in the basement. Oh, so we no. all run down to the basement, right? The bum, even the bum had to react to that. <laughs> <laughs> so we all run down to the basement, and the problem is, is my son used to live in the basement, and it's like eight thousand nukes have went off <laughs> in every forest in the nation, and it filled my basement with wood because he's a he does crafts, uh, uh, woodworking and whatnot. Time for that to go. <laughs> so we're gathering up. We're. Clearing a way because how often do you have to get to talk to your water shutoff valve? Like yeah. never. Yeah. So we're clearing a path, clearing a path, and and Terry is way smaller than I am. Right. Two. I'm at least two times the size of Terry, if not three, in every dimension. So Terry's able to squeeze back there, and she's like, "Which one?" And I look. And you know the movie where it does that deadpan? It's like scrolls real far away real fast. Yeah. There's like 40 valves up on this (laughs) wall. And I'm like, I don't know. Just start turning all of them. Yeah. So we are. We're turning all the valves, all the valves. And the one main valve we need, neither of us see because it's a different type. So we're turning the valves. We're sending people upstairs. (laughs) Is it still... It's still flow. Okay, we all... Run back downstairs. Eventually, we find the valve. We get it shut off, and I'm like, "This sucks," because it's like uh,
0: this is what the, uh, the, 23rd. the 23rd. Yeah, it, it everything That's when the, the temperature plummets. <laughs> yeah, it went down like 40 degrees.
1: <clears throat> 23rd. So it, it's already everywhere's already closed. So I, I'm like, "Listen, we're just gonna have. Let's just clean up, and we will. I'll go out tomorrow, Christmas Eve." Bright and early, get the stuff, fix it, no problem. And again, I'm so high, I'm so hepped up on cold medication and stuff. I don't know what's going on. I'm having a little.
0: Usually, you're oblivious anyway. Well, no, that's so not true.
1: So we we go to bed, we clean up, and we go to bed. No water in the house. So we wake up, and, and, and we. We have jugs of water uh, that we're using to brush teeth, flush toilets, to the best of our ability, so she have to give water to the cats and stuff. Next morning, I get up <clears throat> and I go and I buy parts to fix the problem. Yeah. New valves, putting new valves on the, on the thing. I go to Home Depot, first time, get everything I need, yeah. bring it back, it's the wrong size. Because this has been dad-specialed, this this particular valve and crap.
0: My dad is the sketchy <clears throat> tech of plumbing, wiring a house. I got it straight from him. My dad's just like me, except more skilled.
1: Yeah, and you're just like him. Does, you don't get to just That's skip right. generations. You're right.
0: I'm just like him. God, I love that man. So, the, the, the,
1: the line to the faucet... Changes like seven times before it actually gets to the faucet. (laughs) So wrong parts. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I get up early for the early. It's Christmas Eve. I get up at like before 10. I get up before 10. I I get this stuff. Bring it back. Not the right stuff. I'm like, okay, let's go back to the Home Depot. I buy more stuff. And I I bring it all back, and I make my first repair, because I have to repair two water pipes, the cold and the hot froze. I I don't want to talk about it. Put the first one on, and uh, I go, all right, Terry, I got this fixed. Run down to the basement, turn it on, see what happens. She runs down there, turns it on, thing just geysers. Like it's Las Vegas shooting the fountain. (laughs) Turn it off! Turn it off!
0: What happened? Turn it off!
1: She comes up, she's like, did it work? I'm like, no! So, I couldn't tell it at the time, because I thought the the valve was broke, because it broke off of my hand. So, I didn't know that the pipe below the valve was broke, and you wouldn't know it until there was enough pressure to stop the water, but... At that point, it just opened that that pipe up and it started spraying. So now I've got to cut the pipe off. Back to Home Depot. I cut the pipe off. Now it's at the transition where it's coming up through the floor. And I can't get the new valve one. So I'm like, alright, this is stupid. I'm just going to cap this thing. Turn the water back on. We'll worry about it after Christmas. This is Christmas Eve, by the way. So I go. I get... Like, six different caps. Depending on where in the pipe I'm going to try to cap it. Shotgun approach. Right. I get home, every single one of them was the wrong size. (laughs) Every single one of them. And now I'm screwed. Home Depot's closed. There is no going back. I am so exhausted. Getting up, and this isn't like some... Cleverly placed sink where you've got plenty of a Brit sized hole to get back there. No, it's murder. It's murder pulling back. Plus, obviously, this bathroom is freezing cold. That's why the pipes froze in
0: the first place. Yeah. And I'm sick. So, yeah. And I, you catch why you couldn't have dad help you because you didn't want to make him sick. I didn't want to make anyone sick. So, he didn't I, care about me, but he wouldn't let me help either. <coughs> so, I offered.
1: So that's the end of Christmas Eve. Now it's Christmas Day. This is day two of not having any water in the house. <laughs> Merry you Christmas. know, you you don't realize how much water is nice until you can't flush a toilet. Oh, I realize because we people. at this point we're out of supplies and it's Christmas. Yeah. So I tell the kid, I I'm, I was already I was feeling better, right? But I was still sick, and because of Christmas Eve, I was gone. I was done. There was no Christmas for me.
0: Christmas, you took that day to sleep.
1: I so I, I tell the I tell the wife, I tell the kids, or the kids are adults. They can do whatever they want. I said, just go, go enjoy Christmas. I don't want to get anyone sick. I'm feeling horrible. I just want to die. So just please, just go, so I can die in peace. <laughs> So they go and they're checking in on me of course and they're bringing me food and all that I did spend
0: Christmas with your wife and your daughter. That's right. Cuz I was at mom and dad's for a real nice Christmas day. That's right. <laughs> Sorry.
1: So oh, and by the way Curtis this is all in my basement, my unfinished basement. That's it. It's even less finished now. Well, no, I don't know, it depends if you want to add in a pool. So <laughs> now it's the it, Christmas comes and go no water. It is now the day after Christmas. Yesterday. Yes. This is yeah. I go and I buy hundreds of dollars worth of plumbing stuff. Yeah, just everything. Because it, 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 it doesn't matter. I, I, I am so fed up. You want with to be done. everything? You spent. So you bought a bunch of cup you don't need, but so you didn't know. I went into the basement, and the basement. <sighs> <laughs>
0: There's, what? What?
1: So we thought everything was shut off. Yeah. No. No. With the, the valve to that out, coming into the house, you can't shut it all the way off. Yeah, you have to shut off so, the street. So while the trickle had stopped upstairs, the hole in the pipe in the basement flowed like wine. Oh, no. And we have a moat. A moat.
0: Did it get to the arcade in the
1: basement? No.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: So it is, I mean, it is a go above your shoes wet down there. Really?
0: What about your basement?
1: Oh. It doesn't go to that corner of
0: the basement. Because he's got a
1: water removal. I have a sump pump. With fridge drains and everything, so you're gonna
0: have to. You get to like it was. You got to shoot Shop the water back. over to the over to the drain. Shop vac, yeah.
1: Eventually, so Did it
0: freeze down there.
1: <coughs> well, no. At this point, the weather has turned
0: I was just saying, cause you can nicer skate down there.
1: So, I, I, I'm, I'm so done. And my wife and I are on the brink of that huge fight. That's not even about. Anything. It's just the, the, the build-up and the the release, right? Yeah. We're, we're there. We're there. So tensions are high. I get down there with hundreds of dollars worth of plumbing stuff, and I just cut the line, put on the cap, turn on the water. It's leaking somewhere else. Turn the water off, cut the pipe, put on a cap, and I do this for a total of four times until I get... One line running back upstairs where we have water in our bathroom, and I have one line capped off, and that's where we set right now. I see. So you're not you're not through yet. I oh no, I'm done. I, I I'm done. I mean, uh, yes. Uh, eventually, I wish I'd have taken a picture of it. The 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 pipe down there. I when i bought the house the house was an absolute disaster
0: aaron can you attest to that yeah me and the old man did a lot of work in that house what's up i mean
1: we brought we took out we took out literal tons of garbage when i bought the house because the people in there before had just destroyed it and i was i was a young lad this was 15, 16 years ago. Maybe no, 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 no. more than that. 20, 25 years ago.
0: No. You haven't been in the house that long. Are you nuts? I've been in
1: there... Aaron, I'm well, right now I'm 45. Okay, I guess
0: it was. Now, go ahead. So,
1: yeah. If you old Don't now. Don't lose your voice. So, when I I bought the house... The house was a death hole. I, I I had to have the money to buy the house plus fix the house. So... The people I had doing the work to fix this house was not was not your cream of the crop. In fact, they were literally I I mean, this this was grab a truck, go go down to the hardware store and get some folks type of thing.
0: It was me, dad, and this other guy. So <laughs>
1: <clears throat> I have a pipe, Aaron, and you've probably never noticed this because I didn't notice it until today. That goes under all the floorboards, <laughs> yeah. all, all the rafters, right? Yeah. Because they didn't want to drill through the rafters like you're supposed to. I know exactly the pipe.
0: Big plastic then, white pipe.
1: No, no, not even worried about that one. <clears throat> so it goes under all the rafters and then goes into the wall behind the drywall <laughs> and then back out of the wall. It literally <laughs> just curves in behind the drywall for like two feet. And then they cut a hole in the drywall and poked it back out. What are you going to do? I, I don't know. <coughs> we, we also found... Oh, because the the, the hit parade's just starting, man. You just, you're going to lose your voice with complaining. Strike up the band. No, you, we found a six-foot snake skin yeah. hanging from the ceiling of the basement. Oh, yeah. Don't get down there. Yeah. I, going up, you know, where it, it, it's it, it, the skin is literally hanging from the ceiling, going into the, the 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 main area of the house. Now, obviously, that snake is long gone, right? Because the basement was frozen. If he was down there, he's dead. But no, I mean, this was I mean, this thing has probably been there for ten years, fifteen years. You better hope. And, and because this is literally, I can't, it's hard to explain this. This section of my basement, I, I don't live in like some Uber mansion Or no, you don't visit, no, you don't. or you don't visit like 40 rooms of your house. But this particular corner of my basement has been taken over by my son. And I just, I've written it off, right? It's just, you just don't go back there. There's nothing that can be gained. I can't pay the
0: sherpa fees. Okay, <laughs> you do so it. make him clean that.
1: Oh yeah. So, on top of all this water stuff, we find this huge snake skin. and then because the universe, you know, you know, Don or Dan's taunt in Street Fighter, where he he rolls, he rolls, he rolls, yeah. and then he jumps up, he does the little the thumbs up thing. Yeah. Just the universe was doing its its ultimate ultimate taunt and it followed up with my main heater, the heater that keeps my entire house went out yesterday. Oh, and after all the flooding mm-hmm. and after all the water, and you know, I mean, it just stopped. So you don't notice it. It's not like you started smelling or anything. It just stopped. And I was sitting there, I was like, I noticed I was starting to get cold. I was like, is there, can you hear the heater? Terry's like, I don't think it's running, stone dead. I did get it fixed, it was a wiring issue.
0: You rewired a heater? No, oh, I, fixed,
1: I fixed the wiring on a heater.
0: I hope you checked it real good.
1: So, and now, that brings us to now, where I had to work alone uh, run the store by myself today, and now I'm here doing
0: this show. But don't you feel better at your venting? Because N- no, I, now my throat. When hurts. he came over here, I go, "Hey, how did you go with the house? Every time tell me, wait and fix it?" He said, "I don't want to talk about it," and then just went on for twenty minutes talking about it. Because you find people bring it out of them, very cathartic, very good, <laughs> man. I, I know you had a rough go of it. I, I do. I I am sympathetic to your cause, my friend. You know what'll make you feel better? A rundown of everything we did in the past year. All the all the all the sky highs, all the dismal basement dwelling lows, and everything in between, the the soft the soft caramely center. All can be yours. Are you ready to do this thing? Yeah. Can you get a little more fired up than that? No. Come on! And also, he wore a green shirt in here today. I had to make him take his shirt off. You dipstick! Look! You're killing me. So now I'm cold and sad. No, now! Don't tell the people you're sad before the show starts. Uh, Brock. Listen, if that couldn't draw you in, Nothing. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Petzel's got. Petzel clearly drinking. <laughs> he's obviously delusional. Listen, he's not sad, and broken in, but don't. you stop. Now see what you've done. It's, oh. a, it's a pity party now. Would you come on? Now listen. Have a big drink of your pop. You mean the the, the
1: soda that I open and immediately drop the lid to? <laughs> He did do that. that one. That's the one you want me to take a big drink out
0: of. <laughs> he did. You, let me just pour it all over my head, <laughs> he did, Aaron. He did do. We might have to release this pre-show. <laughs> this is the most pathetic tale of oil I've ever heard in my whole life. Oh man, I shouldn't laugh. I mean, I'm not laughing at you. It's just it's, you know, I don't have an end way to end that statement. That's <laughs> just. So you, you know, get.
1: to be fair, the universe doesn't normally kick me around. But boy, what it does, it just lines up for the testicles and
2: just goes to town. <laughs>
0: it's Raphael end all over you. All right. With all that said, we got to pull it together, brother. Uh, now, listen, we've all had our cross to bear, El Boyle, my friend, my good friend. Ed, but he gets it. We all get it. But what do we do? When you crap like this, happens, you rise up like a man or woman and you raise everything, you take care of your business. And then when you're done, you're like, yes, universe, screw you. One more for me. That's what you do. No, you
1: don't. You beg off.
0: No, no. <laughs> no, 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 you're not Ric Flair. You don't beg off. All right, here we go, everybody. We're going to fire this sucker up. You're in review. Here we go.